All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Actus Podcast, Talking CDI, the nation's only program dedicated to the clinical documentation integrity profession. The Actus Podcast is a biweekly program dedicated to bring you closer to the difference makers in CDI and sharing the latest news and information relevant to the CDI profession and Actus. Today, Wednesday, July 21st, marks our 184th program. Today's solution is the 2021 Actus National Conference. You're gonna be hearing a lot about this today because it's also the subject of today's program, but this was such a momentous and different event that you, as you will hear in the coming 30 minutes that we wanted to dedicate a show to it. We're gonna talk about some of the details as we go forward, but just, just as a reminder, we're, um, we're in Dallas, Texas, October 25th through 28th. We're offering cutting edge education as we always do across more than 60 sessions in our first ever hybrid event, which we'll tell you about in a minute. We're gonna be at the Sheridan Dallas Hotel. Uh, we're currently accepting registrations, of course. We know that this is a, a, a year unlike any other and coming off a year unlike any other, but we hope you can join us in Dallas. We're very confident we've got a safe and wonderful program to deliver to you we'll, that we'll be talking about over the next 30 minutes or so. All right, so uh, again, my name is Brian Murphy, Director of ACTUS, the Association of Clinical Documentation Integrity Specialists, and I'm your host for the program, Return of the ACTUS National Conference. Um, so 2020 was a year unlike any other, you know, COVID-19 swept across the nation, upended lives, jobs, and on a smaller scale, events and group gatherings, as we all know, we didn't have conf conferences, concerts, uh, even even large group gatherings were were postponed. We we had to do a lot of scrambling here at Actus, postponing our event for 2020. We initially thought we were going to be able to reschedule it, then we had to cancel it outright. And even 2021 was impacted. You know, back in May, we typically do our conference in May every year. We we realized that that was not going to be possible given the rate of vaccination and where we were but we were able to reschedule with the hotel to October 25th through 28th. And here we are today, about three months away from a rescheduled live event. We can't wait to tell you all about, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, and with that, I did wanna introduce our special guest today, Melissa Varnavis. I feel like she barely needs an introduction. Uh, Melissa has <laughs> been <laughs> my right-hand person almost since day one of Actus. Uh, I guess just for by way of formal introduction, she is the associate editorial director for us at Actus. She's chiefly responsible for the development of the Actus National Conference, local chapter leadership. She also helps out with products, uh, including Propel, books, uh, e-learning, other other things. But really, the conference is her wheelhouse, and he's, she's um, she's everything conference. So who better to have on today's show than Melissa? I want to welcome her to the show. Welcome, Melissa. I'm so glad to be here with you, Brian. Thanks so much for having me, and thanks for that great introduction. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> All right, we're going to start with a poll question um, related to today's topic, of course. I'm going to go ahead and launch that. It's pretty simple and direct. We've been asking everyone about their travel plans throughout the year, and we appreciate everyone who's taken our travel surveys that we've done through Actus. They've been very helpful for us as we try to plan for the future, which sometimes you feel like you don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow, let alone six months from now. 
but we are asking you today, are you planning to attend the 2021 Actus Conference in Dallas, Texas? And your options are yes, I'm already registered. Yes, I'm not registered, but you are in fact planning to do so at some point. Um, maybe no, we have a couple no options, either no, I'm not comfortable traveling myself personally, or maybe no, um, budget does not permit. And then other, send your comment. Now, I, we, we could have had a lot of different options here. I'm sure that there are some organizations that have forbid travel, perhaps. So I would love to see your comments. I'm already seeing a lot more other responses than I might typically do on an Actus podcast poll. So do send us your comments. This is this is very helpful data for us, and we will we'll go ahead and share it with you all right here on the show, as we always do um, in just a few minutes. So I'm going to give that just one more minute to uh, finish loading here, and then we will come back to these results in a few minutes. But send your comments in, frankly, about this year or any other year. If you've enjoyed the, the, the conference in the past, we'd love to hear from you. It's it's frankly, it's, it is the most rewarding part of the job, I would say, <laughs> because so much of what we do today, uh, as we all are involved with, is virtual. In, in a normal year, in a non-pandemic year, typically most of what we do is, you know, virtual programming, uh, the website, our quarterly calls, virtual. Um, it's rare we get to see our members in person. And this is the one time a year. And with the, you know, with our outpatient symposium, maybe there's a couple contact points. We're actually seeing our members face to face. And this is like a big family reunion, so we'd love to hear from you about the conference in general. So send those comments in, as long as they're, you know, nice, professional <laughs> that type of stuff. All right, all right. So, Melissa, thanks for coming on the show. I'm I'm really glad to have you on. Um, you know, I I kind of introduced the conference a bit here, but I thought maybe we could start with some high level details. Could we just talk about the the when, where, what, and even uh, the why, the why behind the conference, maybe tying it to our theme, stepping forward. Yeah, the, the when, the where, the what, and the why are really all extremely important this year more than any other. You know, as you said at the outset of the program, Brian, you know, typically we'd be looking forward to a springtime gathering. You know, we would have gotten together already in May, but uh, this year we as you mentioned, we're going to be in Dallas in October, you know, specifically the 25th through the 28th, with the pre-conference events taking place on the 24th and the 25th. You know, and the stepping forward theme, the events committee really felt strongly that you know this is all of us sort of coming together and really taking that you know those steps forward after everything that we've we've been through over the past you know year and a half it's you know quite a momentous uh, occasion to be looking at this october event and really stepping forward together yeah absolutely i love the theme as well i think it's a positive one it is something that we need to do uh, you know many folks are returning to work some continue their work remotely but we are seeing gatherings if, if you're you know maybe a uh, you know, a, a, a concert fan like me, you're starting yeah. to see some of your favorite bands actually get back together and play. And we felt like this was the right time and it is the right time to, for all of us to come forward and step forward as a, as a group and regather and, and do all the things that the Actus Conference delivered. 
So let's let's talk a little bit about the content highlights. We've got so much content this year, as we always do. We've got a lot of new bells and whistles, which we'll get to in a few minutes, but let's just talk about what people can expect, Melissa, when they come to the conference in October in Dallas. What are they gonna see in terms of speakers, sessions, and tracks, and, and anything uh, that you're looking forward to in particular? As you Wait. as you do this, Melissa, I'm gonna go ahead and, and um, pull up actually our brochure to give folks a little look at this if you haven't yet seen Fantastic. our brochure. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Fantastic. You know, the keynotes are always something special to see. I'm always inspired by the keynotes that you select each year, Brian. Um, and I always come away from the individual keynote presentations with very concrete ways to improve my professional outlook on what I do every day. And I think the notes that you've selected for this year are really going to be offering our participants some some real interesting perspective to bring to their to bring to their programs um, before I talk about some of the other items did you want to talk a little bit more about the keynotes Bry? yeah you know I, I I would love to so we were able to preserve a couple of the keynotes that we had originally lined up for 2020 and I'll get to those two in a moment um, we did change our day one kickoff keynote. And for those that might know Nicole Fox, she is the uh, physician advisor. She's also a trauma surgeon and surgical in intensivist uh, and the medical director of CDI for Cooper University Healthcare. She's just an inspiring person in general, um, tremendous leader, uh, great speaker, but she's going to I mean, the really the, the elephant in the room here with all this is we're coming out of a year after the pandemic. We're still in the pandemic in some respects. Um, and she's going to talk about how this impacted us, uh, how, but more importantly, and or just as importantly, how it impacted those on the front lines. Again, where this Nicole is a trauma surgeon um, and she's gonna be relating the impact on the front line um, from, uh, again, the, um, Cooper Health is a is a level one trauma center. So they, they've seen and she's seen it all at this point and she's seen the impact that it has and she's gonna offer some concrete strategies that you can use to take back to your organization's medical staff, you know, to, to uh, promote empathy, um, to reconnect with your medical staff with without whom CDI cannot uh, function you know you you need to have an engaged medical staff that's harder than ever these days so she's going to provide some great strategies for us there i am i am thrilled and honored to have nicole fox kick off day one and then we've got a couple of interesting diverse speakers um, on day two meaning you know they're they're not cdi related but i think um and i'll let you talk about them too if you'd like melissa but you know mike rayburn is a performer He's gonna bring the fun and bring bring the energy on day two. This guy has done, he's headlined, uh, you know, at Carnegie Hall, headlined in Vegas, done more than 5,000 presentations. He's a regular in Sirius XM. He's got a guitar solo he's gonna be doing That's and getting the crowd fun. involved. I mean, he's, he's, he's gonna rock this. <laughs> Initially, <laughs> we had planned to do this show, this conference in Vegas. And he's very Vegas in many respects, and I had to keep him on. 
for this year. Really, yeah, really great. Yeah. And then we're wrapping up on day three with um, a final keynote. Inspiring is what I would use to describe Noelle uh, Pickus-Pace. She is a uh, Olympian who in, uh, endured uh, incredible heartbreak and adversity um, while working toward an Olympic medal. Has a great comeback story. Uh, it's a redemption story, and I, I think you you can't miss it. So if you're looking for the inspiring and and we have got we've got three great stories that you will be able to hear in person at the Actus Conference that I'm really excited to bring our audience. I really do love all the all the keynote presentations, like I said, and I always gain something from them. I think it, another really interesting uh, event that's coming from uh, an educational content perspective is uh, Dr. Erica Reamer, who is going to be doing lessons from COVID-19, looking ahead to the future. Um, you know, and she's really going to take that clinical encoding aspect to really talk about, you know, what is it that, you know, we were, that we were dealing with um, from a diagnosis perspective, what did the CDI departments need to do, and then, you know, what are the things that we're going to need to look at and, and look forward to in terms of COVID-19. Additionally, right. one of the other things that I'm really looking forward to is the diversity and inclusion in CDI uh, presentation from members of our diversity and inclusion task force, uh, Chininda Mogbo, Angelica Naylor, and Rabia Jalal that's going to be ending, I believe it's day one, um, mm -hmm. which is really going to be a, a great session for for all kinds of for all kinds of reasons. You know, th those are the two, you know, in terms of what we've been through culturally as a nation over this past year plus, I think these two sessions really speak to that. So I'm very excited about those. And then I'd say uh, I'm really excited about our quality and regulatory track, both for the high caliber of the speakers that are slated for this event, as well as the topic. So for example, we have Deanne Wilk, who's going to be presenting on clinical quality value index, advancing CDI in that aspect, which is really great. Um, we also have Mary Elizabeth, or ME, Van Gelder, and Leanne Landon, who are gonna be talking about expanding horizons and the role of CDI in quality. And uh, we're gonna be talking with Maggie Foley, who's also a member of our regulatory committee, and uh, Suzanne Rogers, who is from Vizient, and they're going to be talking about risk modeling and coding for social determinants of health, which I think is also um, a very interesting cutting edge kind of a session. And then in that same vein, uh, Ashley Kaminsky is going to be talking about risk adjustment, which is another very cutting edge session for us. Um, you know, there's so much more than this, and we could talk, you know, we could talk for an hour about all of the different educational sessions sure. that are going to be available, but that's just, you know, the tip of the iceberg there. And those are some of the things that I'm excited about. Right. Yeah. And I'll just add, you know, again, we've got four tracks at the live event. Um, this is actually two less tracks than you would typically see. Typically we, we run six concurrent tracks, but there's a reason why behind that. We're going to get to that in a minute. The four tracks we do have are clinical encoding, management and professional development, of course, Melissa, you just highlighted quality and regulatory, and then uh, innovation and expansion. So we're we're giving you 
you know, clinical coding is we, I, that's, that's our most popular track. It's the bread and butter CDI chart review type track. You know, I'm looking right here, for example, we've got a session with uh, Verona load holes on assessing lab values. She's, she's so sharp. This is her area about how to look at lab values and what they might be indicative of some type of diagnosis that hasn't been um, documented in the chart. Great stuff there. We, we've got sessions on sepsis, uh, community acquired pneumonia, as you said, with Erica Reamer, COVID-19. We've got a session on AKI and CKD and could it be ATN? How's that for an acronym, Sue? <laughs> Uh, coding clinic with Laurie Prescott again this lab value session so if you if you're if you've got a CDI reviewer um, who's new this is a great way to get them up to speed on things they'll be seeing in the chart so many pearls and takeaways there if you're looking to expand your program we've got an innovation expansion you know things like risk uh, adjustment outpatient uh, managers will find their own track um, power of metrics, for example, and how to become a better manager and director of a program, and of course the quality and regulatory track. So really a ton of great stuff. Um, I did allude to that we've got four tracks instead of six, uh, but this is part of what we're planning that is new and different this year. We've got some new bells and whistles and um, and bonus content. I thought maybe, Melissa, we could talk a little bit about, A, a just a reminder about our pre-cons. I always feel like these get short shrift, but they're, they're a critical part of what we do. We've got an opening night reception that's um, free with registration. We provide drinks and snacks on that opening night. It's a great way to reconnect. reconnect. And really, the four tracks, we're going to be expanding on those with a new virtual component this year that we'll be offering free to attendees of the live event. So if you sign up for our October event, you're going to get access to a what we're calling Next Steps. It's a virtual conference that will include additional bonus sessions that will be pre-recorded, uh, as well as a virtual poster session. So a lot there. Melissa, anything you want to talk about here with some of it the... Um, the bells and whistles we're doing this year. I absolutely agree with you. The next steps component is, you know, going to be taking place from November 10th to Friday, November 12th. It's two tracks and it's going to be extending the much loved and most well attended tracks from the in-person event. We're going to be doing clinical encoding track and a quality and regulatory track. Um, lots of great additional content. This is all new content. Folks who uh, register and come to the in-person event can also uh, can get the next steps event uh, as part of that package. Um, but if folks, uh, you know, or can't come there is this extra next steps event taking place again November 10th through the through the 12th and lots of great additional content there and as you as you said Brian you know don't forget about the pre-conference events which are three different two each one is a you know two days of of really focused high intensity content on uh, management uh, 
best practices, which is uh, for uh, Lori Prescott will be teaching day one, and Tanya Motzinger and Chindam will be teaching day two. It's a great hands-on education followed by real-life case studies from two very different types of managers. Um, Tanya, of course, is a system director at Ohio Health with 60 CDI team members, and Chinandum is a manager at Tenant Health in Dallas, and she's going to offer insight into how managers might rise to meet the needs of CDI programs in a post-pandemic world. And I think you also raised a really interesting point, Brian, where we've heard uh, a lot about uh, CDI programs sort of roaring back or a renaissance, and you're going to talk about that a little bit later. But the whole event, the pre-conference events, right into the main conference, right into the next steps, really offers something for everyone, for every experience level, um, and for all types of CDI programs. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm showing here just, uh, we've got three pre-cons. Melissa, you talked about the um, CDI management essentials for managers taught by managers as well as our lead bootcamp instructor, Laurie Prescott, who herself was a CDI manager. Uh, this particular one I'm showing now is clinical validation in a CDI chart review. This is taught by two of our instructors, uh, Sean Brody and Don Valdez, regular guests here on the podcast. They're talking about clinical validation. They've got a packed two-day clinical agenda. Infectious diseases, renal failure, cardiovascular, uh, case scenarios, discussion. It's going to be a great session. That's our that's our third pre-con. The other one, of course, that we offer every year and our most popular pre-con event is our physician advisor event. Uh, we have five physician advisors joining us in Dallas for this two-day event. If you're, a, if you're a physician advisor, it's the place to go. We've got Sam Antonios, Trayla Charite, regular Dr. James Manns from the Mayo Clinic. We've got Brett Sainor from Enjoin. Um, a, a new face this year, Dr. Dr. Veliatico. Uh, she's also with Cooper Health, Nicole Fox's colleague, talking about all things for the CDI physician advisor. So come out early, uh, come to our pre-cons, consider those. We know it's an added expense. We do offer multi-program discounts, or if you're going to both, you do get a discount for attending pre-con and the main con. All right, I think that covers the 2021 pretty well in this short time. We've got allotted, Melissa. I thought we could maybe just switch gears just slightly uh, to talk about 2022 for just a moment. Um, it's we're hard already to planning. believe that we're talking about 2022. Right. You know, it's it's a short cycle for us because next year we're planning to go back to May again because that has been our typical month for anyone who knows the Actus Con. Um, and given where we are in the cycle, we're, we we have to head start planning for 2022. So we, we've got um, preparations underway. You may have seen that we have an application out in the field. Is there anything you wanted to talk about here, Melissa? I know you, you just did a, um, a special program walking through the application process uh, that, that's available, I'm assuming will be available soon on the website. But um, you know, if, 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 if you've liked what you've seen so far, you know, we, we encourage you to speak and be part of this event, not just attend, but in the future, be part of it. If you are a speaker, you get free attendance. So I'll let you talk about that for a moment, Melissa. 
Yeah, no, we had a very successful tutorial webinar last Friday, which walked the folks through the application process, and we, we walked through step-by-step, step, you know, how to submit an application, but we also had members of the events committee on there talking about what makes a successful uh, proposal from their perspective. As a reminder, the events committee reviews all of the proposals, and they are the ones that sort of make those final selections. Uh, so I do suggest that folks watch the video. You can get there under on the ACTUS website, actus.org, under Events Annual Conference, and at the top of the page under the heading ACTUS 2022. That's where you will find that tutorial along with the link to the application process if you're interested. I do suggest that folks watch the video and get their plans for their presentation in order, particularly any information about co-speakers, including credentials, contact information, correct email addresses, etc., before you begin. Uh, your submission process. We do also have a list of su session suggestions from our committee uh, should you be wishing to present but are sort of stuck on an idea. I will say however that the best presentations simply come from the heart. They are presentations by those working in the trenches who've initiated a project, seen it through to completion, and are excited and ready to share their triumphs, their challenges, and their detailed data. So uh, the application period ends September 3rd. We are accepting applications on a rolling basis, which means the committee is reviewing them almost as soon as you turn them in. So the sooner you uh, get your ideas in order and submit an application, the better. So please, please, please do not wait until the last minute to get your application in. And we do encourage you to go ahead and submit for ACTUS 2022. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So we've we've attend 2021, but consider being a part of 2022, I guess, is the message here. Amen. Um, yeah. Anything you want to wrap up on here on Melissa? I mean, there's so much excitement for the event. This is, we, we haven't even really talked about the, the networking component. It, I know, we I say know. it every year, but it is like a family reunion. And it's, <laughs> I, it's, I was going to say so, just that same thing. You know, if you're in CDI, you're, you're, you're surrounded by CDI professionals with the same challenges and successes. People are so willing to share here. And it's so um, hard because we've not seen our CDI friends and family since May of 2019, and we miss everyone. And while yep. the virtual events have really kept us connected, there's nothing like seeing folks in person and catching up with the people that you know so well and maybe reach out to for networking. You know, the people that you talk to over the phone or you connect with on social that are in the CDI field or, or the folks that, you know, maybe you've talked to them on the leadership council, but you've never gotten to meet them face to face. And this is the big, this is our big opportunity. And the other great thing, of course, is, is just meeting new people and putting faces to names. And of course, learning from others and learning new CDI stories. So, you know, like like Brian and I always say, it really is like a like a family reunion every year, and and we miss everyone, and we hope that you guys will be able to come and join us in October. Absolutely, you know, and I'm sharing the poll results here. Um, you know, there it is what it is. So we've we've got about 13% that are from our audience that are registered or are planning to register and attend. Uh, 15% say they're not comfortable traveling this year. About 59% say budget does not permit. And 14% other. I'm dying to go through some of these other comments, and I will do that in a moment. You know, I, I will say in a typical year, we might get 15 to 
of our uh, this type of poll question saying yes because we realize not everyone can come to the conference every year we're expecting perhaps a, a bit of a smaller crowd in Dallas just because of what's going on but we're still you know 13% of our audience is still substantial if if these numbers bear out across our membership and and our larger CDI subscriber base so right. we're we're hoping to see quite a few of you in Dallas I know there will be we we've got a few hundred already registered and we're looking forward to to more and and that reunion spirit and looking forward to stepping forward with us right. um I'm going to I'm going to hide this but I'm going to um Gonna go ahead and just take a look at some of those. I'm uh, interested to see some of those other mean. those other results as well. Um, you know, yeah. and and you're right. You know, it, it, we in a typical year will have you know almost uh, up to 2,000 total attendees, which you know is about 15% of of all of the folks that um, subscribe to our our email newsletters, etc. Yep. But what are some of those other yeah, so a few comments. Um, one uh, listener said, my employer allows one person from each region to go, so waiting to see who my team gets picked. Still waiting approval, hoping to attend conference, will not know till closer to time. Um, other combination of not comfortable traveling as well as employer not allowing for non-essential travel at this time. Um, my organization does not pay would love to attend someday. We hope you see. Hope to see you someday. Would love to come. I haven't discussed with my boss yet. Uh, I have a friend from Switzerland coming in that may be a conflict. <laughs> uh, we understand that. Uh, can can coders who attend get a HEMA CEUs? The answer is yes, you can. Uh, you, a couple people asked about virtual or what makes this hybrid. What's make what makes this hybrid is again we we have following the event that November 10th through 12th is next steps. This is a virtual event that we are offering that's tied to the to our conference. We're going to have additional sessions there and a usual poster session which you will get you typically get in person at the conference will be delivered virtually. So you're going to get really um I think we have 12 poster presenters presenting their their topics in these round robin sessions virtually. It's pretty cool. It's 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 what we're it's sort of um, allowing us to do both, do the live and the virtual. And if you do attend live, you get free access to that program in November. That program will also be available for separate purchase if you cannot attend the live event. So stay tuned for next steps, November 10th through 12th. Uh, some good comments here about love the education, catching up with others. Um, speaker last year was so inspirational looking forward to others someone asked if they can attend the pre-conference only the answer is yes we do get that check out um, the brochure on actus.org for pricing sometimes we get physician advisors for example that only come in for the pre-con um, so let's see yeah some real really good comments um about that and and you know some realistic comments just about lack of funding and, and inability to travel but for those that can make it we're looking forward to it for those that cannot we we do hope you can attend our november next steps program all right well we're already at time so uh, i'm going to kind of skip our in the news segment today and just talk for a moment about our actus update 
this is an update that is pertinent to things going on inside of Actis. And, and since we're talking all things conference today, I did want to just briefly share the news, if you haven't seen it yet, that our Actus Achievement Awards are open. This is the homepage of actus.org right here on the screen. If you click this bar here, as I will do for you, um, you can go ahead and nominate a colleague for an Actus Achievement Award. The one wrinkle this year that we've got, we have a new diversity in CDI award. Unlike our other four standard Actus Achievement Awards, this one is organizational. So it will go to a hospital or hospital organization rather than an individual. Our other four awards, Act as Professional Year, Recognition of Professional Achievement, Provider Engagement, and Rookie are for individuals. It's pretty darn simple to apply. If you go through here, um, you can go in and see what these awards are and then apply. So, Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead and get and um, do submit, and we look forward to that. The, the, this is tied to the conference because we do provide those glass awards for these individuals at the conference itself. All right, any uh, any final thoughts, Melissa, before we wrap up here? I know there's a lot to think about uh, for folks, and uh, you know we're excited about all of these different aspects of of our annual events, and we hope that you will. Again, submit a nomination for one of your peers. Take a look at you know, the, the requirements for those different awards and, and go ahead and apply. The deadline for that is July 30th. And mm -hmm. do start thinking about uh, Actus 2022 and the deadline for that is coming up uh, in September. So the sooner the better on that as well. So I'm super grateful for you uh, having me here with you today, Bri. Yeah. Thanks, Melissa. And of course, we're going to be back here again in two weeks. So um, if you're looking to get started in outpatient CDI, August 4th, that's our next topic. We're going to have someone who has launched a successful program, has been doing this for about as long as I've seen anyone doing outpatient CDI. So I hope you can join us for that show, August 4th. Um, as always, if you have any ideas about the show, if frankly you were listening today and you have any questions about the conference or any of our other educational offerings at Actus, you can send me an email at bmurphy at actus.org. We'd love to hear from you. All right, that will do it. We'll see you back here again in two weeks. Take care, everyone.